What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Hollywood Already Did It, your weekly movie podcast for things that have been rebooted, remade, sequelized, and are otherwise unoriginal and not new. However, this week, there are only new and original ideas out yeah. at the box office. So I, Who the fuck? I guess, but it's also like, it's that weird Catch-22 where it's like, oh man, nothing but new original ideas out, but it's really hard to find a screening of Judy and I don't want to see Abominable. Uh, so has no concern from you whatsoever. So what are you going to do? Yeah. Well, I, Blake Schultz, and my co-host Terrence Tatum. Hello, everyone. Are going to talk about Joker before it comes out, but we're going to do something a little different. Mm. Uh, obviously, if you're unaware of it by now, Joker is a movie about the titular Batman villain without the Batman. We're <laughs> no going to see how well that goes. <laughs> so I thought it would be fun to pick a few other villains in his rogue gallery and see what kind of ideas or characters we would want to see alone in a solo movie. Because this is now a trend, right? Yeah. Sony's doing the same thing. We're getting Venom without Spider-Man, Morbius, Morbius yeah. Madam Web, Craven they had black hat on the books for a while there. So yeah. yeah, what silver and black, black yeah. and silver yeah. for Silver Sable and Black Cat. I'm sure if this movie does well, which it's currently poised to make yeah. over a hundred thousand yeah. dollars opening weekend, they're gonna start doing this. all ten star reviews, giant ovations I mean, from Cannes, Venice, Suicide Squad technically is about the villains. Suicide about, Squad. Like, Harley's, Harley's movie, whatever. I'm not saying that title, but Harley's movie with all the other extra words. I've Birds of Prey and the yeah. Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, <laughs> obviously. Uh, the title that everyone needs, because if there's one thing that America likes to do, it's read. Um, but I'm sure that this will kick open the door for, say, a Lex Luthor movie. Which would be fascinating. Which would be great. Yeah. Although, well, we could maybe talk about that one at the end, because he yeah. really needs... you For him to be the point of what he is... That, not, I was going back and forth with him, too, because I was thought the same thing. as Oh, this is definitely Deluxe, but you need to have Kal-El around. You need to, to have that jealousy. His, right, his neurosis needs to come in. All you need to have that, how am I not the hero? I'm the hero. Yeah. He's the villain. That's but, the whole could, thing. I could see if Marvel wanted to introduce Doctor Doom without bringing Fantastic well, Four. That, that was slated for 20th century yeah. before the buyout, so that might still happen right we i mean you know this is definitely a road we're going down even things like the boys we're seeing the darker side of it correct um it's interesting to do it without the character because even somebody like the joker i feel like is that juxtaposition of the hero and the villain and have the weight of the other side right chaos yeah and it's an interesting thesis especially for the joker to be like look at this problematic person we're not going to. Tr- we hope we haven't seen the movie. I hope we're not going to try to glorify it or yeah. heroize it. Which saying I, they're not, so I'm going to stick to their. You'd work. think it would be. I know I talk about these all the time on this podcast. It would be like the old gangster movies that would open with a PSA. Like, yeah, yeah, like if these are bad people and we don't do it and they die at the end and I, that's kind of how it should be. I always wonder if now if they didn't have it because of everything that's happening now they might try to throw one up there. I would love it. Yeah. I would love it. Because really what we're doing is we're just doing old Scorsese movies. We might as well turn it all the way back and add some James Cagney in (laughs) there as well and really get... Get in there. But, you know, somebody the other day, um, yesterday actually, asked me, they're like, well, why do we even need to make this Joker movie? And I was like, well, you know, if you really want to get down to it, the unfortunate reality is these people do exist. Mm -hmm. So if you really want to make a movie that's reflective of the dangerous parts of our time, this is the movie to make. Correct. We're hoping it doesn't inspire chaos, but the reality is, is let's turn over that stone you know, I mean, and see what it looks at. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, 
I'm sure there's going to be a ton in it of like today's politics and what's going to be born out of it and watching this character, this deranged, probably a lot of showcasing on mental health and not getting your meds. And for all we know, this could be a very interesting movie, but you know, it only takes one person to ruin it. That's the, yeah. Which is a shame. Uh, that because it should just be a movie should it just should be, be at its worst a movie should be fun and at its best a movie should be like a think piece yep. right yeah. uh, the, in either case there should be an emotional resonance in in no world should what sh- happens on screen be, be replicated. replicated right right hey, <laughs> yeah. don't do it <laughs> don't do it yeah uh, so do you want to we each picked two Batman villains yes. Uh, do you want to kick us off with I, yours? I, I will. Um, I'll save my other, my better one for the second one. My easy, easier one that I think you could do, like almost a horror crime drama, is Victor's ass. Like I think he would be fat because you don't really. He can be crazy and be a psychopath without having Batman anywhere near the picture. It could just be like kind of like Spawn sometimes does when you have Sam and Switch with them. Right, it's just cops trying to stop this serial killer, but do it. I would almost do it from the victim side so that he is more like the horror person in the background, sort of like... Seven. Yeah. You want to make seven. Exactly. That's exactly what I would make. Yeah. I would do it with Victor size and Gotham because Gotham, for some reason, is always a shit show all the time. Well, I think you need Gotham. Yes. If you don't have a little bit of Batman paint, you're not making a DC movie. And that's kind of what the Gotham TV series got away with doing their villains. They're like, well, this city is crap, so that's why these villains come come about. It's another example of of Batman without Batman. Um, and I think uh, doing a serial killer with from the victim's point of view is where these guys are getting picked off from time to time and this this just unhinged man with cuts all over his body and kind of find out through the film that the reason why those cuts exist is because every, and I would say almost like after the second time he does it we show on screen that that's that the reason why he has all these slices on him because the first time you'll just see him physically with cuts all over and I'm like wow that's a weird thing for people who don't know who Victor Saz is for us, we'll know why those happen. But for the, the un, uninitiated, show him with all those and like, oh my god, he looks crazy. And then the second time he does it, uh, gets away with the kill. You show him actually like slicing himself in representation for the people that that he actually kills. You're like, oh my god, this man is doing this for this. And I don't. It's a weird thing because I feel like Joker is doing it, but I don't always want to know every single thing about a person who is. Nuts. No. Like, I don't need you to pull out all the I don't threads. want us to ever relate too much to a right. terrorist. <laughs> exactly, because then you start becoming... You know, it makes a lot of sense. And I'm like, I don't want to, that to happen. So for the Victor Zaz stuff, I would just like him to be a psycho, like 100% a psycho. Right. And I don't want to give any humanity or any heart. Well, I mean, if you're doing it like 7-2, right, your main characters would probably be the Gordon and Bullock. Correct tracking down exactly. this villain exactly. rather than it really being what the Joker is doing where, we're, where the spotlight is on him. Right. It's that Bojack Horseman the last season where it's like, well, we're not doing anything. We're just normalizing this bad behavior. Right. And you're like, well, crap. <laughs> like, <that's, laughs> yes. That also might be dangerous to do. I think also the crazier your villain is, the harder it becomes to relate. Exactly. Where, where it's like, 
so much of what we're seeing in the Joker is like, look at his mom right, and this right, girl, and he's getting picked on and he's, beat he's up. He's not and, taking off, and he wants to be up where the big boys are on stage. There's going to be a lot of frustration in yeah. the movie, and I think people will relate to that Correct. because everyone's been kind of kicked, kicked down out. and frustrated, yeah. and especially in this current climate, both, unfortunately, both the right and the and left, left feel like they're being pushed down, <laughs> which is madness. Um, but... And it's also a big problem, but you know, with somebody like Zaz, you almost become somebody who revels in it yes. a little bit. Like he when you enjoys the he enjoys the hunt and the the payoff of doing it. And I and I don't and I don't want to take that away from him. And I also don't want to over explain it so that the audience can relate to it, right? Because that's when it gets dangerous. <laughs> yeah, he's a good one too because he is just a regular bad guy. Right. There is There's no, no powers to him. There's no, and he's not <laughs> super. Outside of the cutting himself, he's not super eccentric. Where like Joker's wearing purple and like right. wearing face and like gas masking people or penguins. Like he's, it's just him by himself, not a gangster. He's just a nut. <laughs> well, I mean, you don't even really need a superhero in that context no, at all. It's just a cigar. Exactly. Like even the Joker, you need Batman because it's a symbol and a symbol, Correct. right? Even though it is like. If the Joker and Superman went up against each other, the second he can get his hands yeah, on them, it's I, over. Right. But it's everything before that. Correct. The Joker almost plays out more like a jigsaw character, yes, where it's like he's going to ruin you. But in the end of the day, you will, you'll get the up. You can beat the right. shit out of Correct. him, and that's usually how it goes. Right. That's why in the Arkham Asylum games, they needed to make him a Hulk yeah. and ruin their <laughs> game <laughs> at the end. The oh, what a good game! And it just the last. That's why the other two are better. Yeah. We don't do that anymore <laughs> after that. Uh, that would be great. I would watch a Victor's Ass movie. I would watch it. My concern would be that it would be too similar to Seven. Do you get concerned that he is such I a like regular know, character? that so generic. Not generic, but he's so general uh, on that type of like serial killer style that it almost becomes some, uh, Son of Sam or like Seven. You're like, oh, these the, the similarities won't be that far. I mean, that, 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 that separate away from each other. But I do think that if you... Because Gotham itself is also a character, and I think if you put it in that world, it could be enough of a change where you're like, okay, this is something, a new coat of paint. Over well, and I think you'd story. get into the detective of, like, what what are his kills? Why is he doing right. it? Yeah, it? Or, like, and because, granted, he is by chaos, so he doesn't really pick and choose, but I, it would be interesting if they added, because you could change up the story a little bit, if he, if he was killing off the elite, or if he was doing, like, if he was... Picking who he Crooked cops do this. Yeah, yeah. You could make him almost, if the Joker is your 70s Gotham, right. I'm not saying it needs to be connected. To, we're not executives. This is all fake. <laughs> I'm not saying it needs to be connected. Um, this is all fake, obviously. Yeah. But if you were to connect it to, and you just made it like almost the way the Gotham show does, right. uh, and like Gotham Chapter 2 is Zaz and Gotham Chapter 1 is Joker, right. he could be like the acolyte of the Joker and be like, well, his was everything, but mine is really going to be the politician, Mm -hmm. the corrupt policeman, this, that, the other. Because that's how you make that character relatable and still crazy is you go, well, they deserved it. Yeah. I'm doing this to right a wrong. And then you do kind of get that like heroism yes. that I, you know... But 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 you would get the heroism, but the audience would still know that what he's doing is... Is bad. Exactly. Well, that's the real trick, right? Yeah. You then just sprinkle in two of them who are like, well, he was a good cop, but yeah. he fucked up. Yeah. That's how you beat him at the exactly. end. Exactly. It's like, well, what have I done, Victor? Yeah. And it's Gordon. He's got to be like, nothing. And then he just goes to jail. <laughs> exactly. Um, my first one that I really like, because I think you could build it into... 
almost like the same kind of Joker style um, movie where it's more of a dramatic, creepier take would be Clayface. And I think if you really, really modernized it and you use kind of these ideas of chasing fame and chasing people and likes, clicks, this, and you have this actor who's a failure and he's tried everything, the big acting, the YouTubing, the podcasting, and nothing's connecting, and then you give him this unique power. Yeah he can start to kind of usurp that and like start small and get bigger and it, bigger it and builds up to a point. Yeah. You could almost make him like the Manson murderer. Yeah. He, he could start a cult feeling good within what he's doing. And he starts getting bigger and almost too big. For, not almost. It gets too big for him. Yeah. You yeah. could do a lot. You could make him the cult leader who like yeah. usurps a Brad Pitt type character, kills him off. And then is like, well now I just want the just, followers yep. and I have all this power. Yeah. You could make him like, ruin the people who've rejected him, have him turn into a big producer and you get like a me too situation yeah. and he just starts ruining these people's careers or even reverse it. And just, you know, he turns into these people and is like, I'm going to have you do this and then I'm going to have you. <laughs> There's a lot you could do with that character and still make it very, the king of comedy, very misery right. and make it like fucked up and sad. And you could show, I think a side of Hollywood that, you don't really see that much. Like once upon a time in Hollywood is like, look at everybody's famous. And I feel like a lot of the actor stories. Now your Bojack Horseman's your Californications, your once upon a time in Hollywood's take these characters who are like, well, he's, he's down on his luck, but he still has the Hollywood Hills mansion and eight cars. And really he's just a little washed up. Really. He's just 40, but his TV show ran for a decade (laughs) and now he doesn't know what to do. I want the character who's already in the one bedroom apartment in Hollywood who can only afford to eat like dry lentils. (laughs) (laughs) And I want you to see, you know, the fear of idealization, the fear of like fanship, really. Like we live in this like toxic fandom world Where and to extrapolate that would be crazy. Especially, yeah, if you do, especially if you're doing it in this time, that would be fascinating to watch that, how he reacts to like social, like with social media and how all of that like interacts back with him. And he's just feeding, I would be, that would be fascinating to watch. Right. Um, because every time it stops working, he can just he become just, somebody else. He can switch it up. So then right. you also have, like, that's probably who your antagonist, protagonist would be, would be somebody now who's just chasing a fan to yeah. have. Like, he just keeps going to everything, and he keeps trying to get away from this person. Yeah. And you could just build it. I think you would set it now. He can move out of Gotham. Like, he's one of the few characters that, that you can kind of remove everything see. from. Right. You could have a little connection to Gotham. Maybe it's, like... Somebody comes from there and it's like, well, I killed all these people right. and then I left yeah. to start my new life in Hollywood. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, that would be that would be that would be good. That would be good. Um, my my second. Uh, this one was hard. It, my first one was hard because I couldn't. There were a lot of characters that I couldn't disassociate from Batman. It was it became it's tough. Um, Two Face, I feel like needs Two-Face, Batman, Penguin, Penguin, Bane, Riddler. Like it was one of those. I was like, these guys need to have him. Like Riddler, you have to have somebody who's a detective to kind of play in that game of questioning and all the games and whatnot. And then also Two Face and Penguin, they're they kind of just gangsters. Mafia films, and like that's real simple. Like that's the that's a base form. So I went with my second favorite villain of all the um, Batman Rogue Gallery is Mister Freeze. And so, but I would do this almost like a, a, a romance drama because that's his, Freeze's whole hang up is Nora. 
Yeah. So I would my first half of that film would be the courtship of uh, of Freeze and Nora, and then halfway through that film, he gets the news that she's fatally ill, and he just loses it because at that point you have to almost set up that Victor Freeze had no one else like the only person he had in his life left. You could almost make it that he was an adopted, so he got moved around from foster home to foster home, right. to foster home, and then the one thing that was his bright and shining light was Nora. He gets Nora, they fall madly in love. It's a whole courtship. He's like, oh my God, I've never found anybody like this before in my life. And then after years of marriage, he thinks everything is great. He's a well-renowned scientist. She gets fatally ill. And his world just disintegrates. Like just falls right. completely apart. And I think that would be fascinating to watch because unlike someone else who would probably be like, all right, I need to figure out this, this, and this, he goes to madness. And there was something probably in his, in his childhood that was like, this is I'm going. This is what why I'm going the wrong way, and whatever it is, it could be like his family, like whatever that is, something impetus wise. Instead of I'm going to put more research into before I lose my wife, I'm going to freeze her because that's that's a smart idea, right? <laughs> and then I'm going to do everything humanly possible while she has this clock of I'm on ice. I'm going to do everything humanly possible to make sure that I get enough money and finances to cure her and keep her in this position. Um, long enough that I can fix if I if I can't if I can't figure out the cure I need to keep her in this position long enough so that I can get to that point and I think that would be fascinating to watch just like a, a what starts off as a romance drama turns into a guy just de-evolving into madness because he can't fix the one thing that he he wants he might lose right um, and that's why I always for me emotionally you can sometimes freeze can become a little bit too goofy especially if you do it the way that Batman and Robin does right Um, but you want a heart of darkness or heart of heart of darkness heart of ice Batman animated series the free and that's kind of the interesting challenge I think with him is Batman exists because he just exists but freeze really is kind of independent of everything else there's never a lot of working with the other villains doing all this other stuff even when they call him in he's like i'm not really i don't want to be with you guys right (laughs) yeah i mean you yeah you could do a lot with that it's funny when even they arrest him because of his his, the nature of his being he is separated from everyone else because he can't be in the arkham asylum normal wing because he has to be put on ice <laughs> right because <laughs> he's messed up everything that would be f- we don't we, we've never seen well we saw one version of no, him Jesus so that's also a villain that i'm like i really want to get I want another shot of that like if we get to the batman right. with uh pattinson pattinson yeah i want a freeze i want right. i don't want to do this again where they're like Where's, it's gonna be penguin and catwoman yeah, i'm like I'm great like, so we're just remaking <laughs> batman returns now yeah which don't get me wrong i love batman returns i do too but i and we've seen and i liked i'm one of i like Anne hathaway's catwoman i just don't think there's a character that we keep needing to go back i only have so many years on this planet <laughs> and it seems to take about three years to make a batman film yeah so if i'm gonna make it to like 70 right that really is only like 12, yeah, 15, like, 20 right. more, I can't which sounds like a lot. Being with that, with cat I, yeah, I can't have half of them be the penguin. <laughs> right. There's more villains yeah. than there are expectations of yeah. me to get this movie. I mean, Batman's role gallery is nuts. And Spider Man's starting to do it now, but like. Batman's Row Gallery is nuts. That like, dude, give me Mad Hatter. Like, give me Ventriloquist. There are enough people to play with in this world that I don't need to keep going. I would like a Ventriloquist one. I would too. (laughs) (laughs) Who is not my next character because I feel like the Ventriloquist gets too close 
so many of these characters thematically become similar. They're like, both, even, yeah. like, Joker, Clayface, and Ventriloquist are all, like, a performance-based, mm-hmm. this didn't go well, and now this. Correct. Riddler, Joker have kind of the same, like, oh, it's a riddle or a joke. Yeah, and mess up your brain and keep you guessing. Penguin yeah. and Two-Face the are gangster the gangster ones. ones. Yeah. Catwoman's the thief. There's, yeah. like, genres of Batman yeah. villains. Star-Pizzy. So, yeah, I mean, like, it, yeah. I think the obvious one is one that, like Freeze, stands alone and above everything else. <laughs> yes. And it's Poison Ivy. She's definitely a loner. <laughs> yeah, I think, well, this is also a character, right, similar to Mr. Freeze, where it's, well, here's what I believe and what I'm about, and it's not really about good or bad, it's about what needs to be done. Right. And I think this is another one that if you produced it today, you would just go, well, the Earth is dying. The climate stuff, yeah, she would be perfect right now. You get Greta Thunberg to yeah, play her. Yeah, she would kill it. <laughs> yes. Put her up in front of the Gotham people. It would be incredible. You have all the pieces are there for this movie. What you really need to do is show the other side of that danger, right? It really is like it either... Her thing is always, I go too far and it's all about the plants, which is like, well, no, you need to kind of see her have a balance. You would almost need her to win and then, like, look at her world and be and like, like, well, I may have gone too far. This will now just die anyway. Right. <laughs> or what about this? Right. Like, you get her to care all about the plants, and then someone's like, well, what about the melting ice caps? Water, right. The what thing. about the meat industry? Yeah. Like, you almost start, because that's my, my now favorite part about environmentalism. And by favorite part, I mean it's awful, but it, it kind of makes me laugh. Stick about their one thing. It's a competition. It is. It's a competition <laughs> now. <laughs> if I go, one of my favorite stories is like, I was dating a girl, and we went to go get groceries together, and I bought Greek yogurt and she's like you know Greek yogurt is very bad for the environment and I was like okay well you eat meat every day yeah and I don't so if we're if we're if, if we're, we're doing, doing a good this, place point right. system <laughs> right I'm winning the fucking game <laughs> and I'm gonna have my goddamn Greek yeah. yogurt so I think kind of positioning her that way to being like well it isn't binary and this does need help right. but you could just open it with like a Gotham force on fire and no one caring and her being the only one. And it just being like, well now it's too late and I'm going to take you all. And all you need for the other villain is some terrible politician and like a family that she can hurt. I love, I love her. I love him. so much. I, I would, I think that character would translate well to having her own. And I think she, in this day and age with what we're doing with climate, how every, everyone's so adamant about climate uh, control and like the environment, she would kill. It makes me so angry because every time I think about Batman and, and Robin, I'm like, you had three of the best villains. All the pieces were and there. You bombed all three of them. You had <laughs> some of the biggest actors of the time. <laughs> right. You had three of the best villains. <laughs> and you were the fourth movie. And then up until that point, Pretty, pretty good solid. franchise. You, you had a good percentage. I don't know what happened. <laughs> I do like that now Joel Schumacher's like, I shouldn't have made either of them. They were all mistakes. Yeah. I ruined it. <laughs> it's like, well, we figured it out, buddy. We got we there. We got back on track. But yeah, I think all of those characters, there's a lot to do with. Batman's interesting because his rogue gallery does have a lot of people who are either like symbols of reflection of mental illness or Correct. other problems, bigger themes that you can remove. Yeah. Where I think if you tried to do something like a Green Goblin movie, he's just a terrorist. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. If you do a Doc Ock movie, it's like, ah, well, he's just a thief. Yeah. Want to come watch the man with eight arms be bad? I think, I think that happens, though, when you have a character where the hero himself isn't powered, then the villains end up being more mentally... Um, 
mentally decrepit, if you will, as opposed to where if you have Spider-Man, his villains have to have some type of I'm a thief or some type of power aspect where you're not so much focusing on the person or humanity of the person so much as you are to Batman's id versus... Well, I was going to say, they've also always just built those characters to have a different pathos. And that's very unique to DC. Yes. Where, like, DC, when they started, was God's Among Us and Mm -hmm. Superman is Hope and Barry is this and Wonder Woman is that. And because they went, like, well, they're going to be totems for certain things, the challenge isn't just about strength or speed or agility. It is... How do you challenge them mentally? And part of that, I think, does come from them having Superman and going, how do we make this guy interesting? It's by getting you a villain that can go toe-to-toe with him without anything. So then you take that and you go, well, then how do we do that for Batman? Well, if he's this brute, unstoppable force and he has all of these rules, we need a character who just wants him to get rid of those rules. And you go from there. And that's why I think so many characters in the Batman rogue gallery are like Joker light. Yeah. Because we started there to be like, he's this. And right. then everything else had to be so a like fraction a, uh, of that. Corner or of Bane that. light, where it's right. like, if Joker's the one that fights his mentally, then Bane's the one that fights yeah. him physically. Right. And then you just go down. Right. And you'll have some mixtures of both. Um, yeah. I mean, that's, that is how you get to it. You deal with, trying to mentally break Batman has consistently been the case outside of then when you get to Bane and Azrael and all of that stuff. Right. Like Scarecrow, Riddler, all of them are on one side. Well, and he's also always had this like gothic backdrop and gone back to these like universal monster movie ideas and gangster movie ideas. And these were all kind of stories that had deeper themes or trying to make you empathize with the creature in the black lagoon, Frankenstein's monster, Dracula. And I think because they've taken that too, right. where something like Spider-Man was like, have them fight cool people. What's <laughs> the design? Not that those aren't also good villains. Are. Those are some of my favorite ones, but really the reality is, is there's a reason that the MCU villains are always like, eh. <laughs> And then yeah. you get to DC, and they're always like pretty good. Yeah. They're not all winners, right? Not, like, but I think each one of the heroes have at least one villain that they can count on. Of like, oh, that's, that's, that's really a solid. P- yeah, yeah. Um, it's funny too because Batman is the one series, Superman a little bit, but he's always kind of been the same. But Batman has also changed his style. He's been super campy for at the beginning, and comics yeah. be light, and then it's it's switched. But the villains have all sort of altered around whatever era it's been in, right? And that's been fascinating to just watch as a as a comic fan. I think that's part of the other reason that they've been so timeless is you can make a Joker like Caesar Romero's yeah. and just have him be like silly and goofy, right. but then you can also get to this walking Phoenix type character. Yeah. He's the, he's one of the few like versatile. Yeah. Characters, because I think there is a um, the guy who drew Batman Year One. His name's evading me right now, but he has a quote where he was like, "Look, the closer we get to making these characters realistic, the more absurd we're going to realize it is." Because we have to keep explaining this. Part of the fun is not is that they're crazy, they're just right? Like they the just, more just are. Which is exactly what happened, right? Like, the more we got, it's like, well, Iron Man's very real. Like, our first question was, like, okay, well, then give your technology to everyone. The more we made Batman, like, Nolan's universe, we were like, can't he do a lot more for the world? Like, he could do more. Couldn't he donate his his money? For, like, a decade. (laughs) Yeah, this second you start putting this under microscopes, and then you're like, well, what if it was just, who cares? (laughs) Right. What if it was just fake? What if it was all just fake? Yeah. Yeah, and that's I feel like that's what Matt Reeves is going to be going to. He's like, look, what if we just made Gotham 
bat, like the actual combat Batman comics. Like yes. We made the the super, super macabre Tim Burton version, and we've done the Christopher Nolan super serious version, and we've had some stuff in between. What if we just go Gotham if this is a comic book movie and just have some effing fun with it? It is interesting that we've had all these Batman movies, but we haven't really had one yet in the vein of how superhero movies are made now. Yeah. And I don't want like a Marvelized Batman by any means, but like it is interesting to see as this genre has progressed, his is kind of the one that's like, no, not yet. Right. (laughs) We're going to. Because I want that era where we have a clay face on screens. I'm like, yeah. And they were like, no, we have to base it in real life. F that. Put well, that on screen. kind of became, after The Dark Knight Rises, I was like, well, we can't keep making hyper-realistic Nolan Batman movies because right. there's just the some characters. So nuts. Freeze, Man Bat, yeah. Clayface. Yeah. Even Ivy, like, she herself is not, but her power set is yeah. a little wonk. Like She's a green person. Right. <laughs> they didn't have any green people. I'm not sure. We could have kept figuring out ways to, to kind not... Of like knock it down so it's more hum- like more base level. But like, who wants but to why? do that? Right. I want a like, giant... Exactly. I want the Arkham games. Yeah, I want, I want like... Making phone calls on a big teleprompter and just like, you're not, you're not Some close. of the best twists <laughs> were just like, and you shot the Joker, but oh, it was Clayface <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. And you're like, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. What a great character. I want... A Clayface movie. Yeah. Uh, I think that'll do it for us. Indeed. Next week will be our Joker episode. And um, I, I hate saying it, but I guess be I mean, I don't hate saying it. I hate that I have to say it. It's, yeah. Be safe, yeah. right? Like, this is now officially a, like... Check your sixes when you go. Uh-oh yeah. movie. And unfortunately, that's the world we live in. Like, I think when we go see Star Wars, it'll be kind of the same yeah. way. But, you know, the FBI is already, like issued a warning sure and found some stuff. Yeah. And so, so, yeah. Saying, Don't dress as jokers. By the way, if you see stuff like that, I would... I, it, see something, say something, go, right? Yeah. Like, it's what Let's the old uh, Chicago train system exactly. used to say. <laughs> exactly. If you see something suspicious, just fucking say it. <laughs> it's really just, you know, two and a half hours of walking Phoenix acting crazy isn't worth Any type your of life you or your health. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's our show. Leave us a review on iTunes, like us on Facebook and Twitter at facebook.com slash group slash Hollywood already did it and Twitter at Hollywood ADI. We're also on Instagram at Hollywood already did it. I'm at as always Blake and Terrence is at Terrence Tatum and we will see you next week. Later.